So there's a recent article was from the Wall Street Journal and it asked the question, is TikTok unhealthy for teens? And this kind of brings something that I've talked about before in some of my videos about how social media is not real life. Typically what you see on social media is the image that people want you to buy of who they are, especially like when they post pictures of their food or where they're traveling to or this or that, how great and how fabulous their life is. But nine times out of 10, their life ain't as great and as exciting as what you see on social media. People that are typically really happy aren't posting stuff on social media. People that are happy in their relationships aren't drooling all over social media trying to convince everybody of how good their relationship is and how everybody else sucks and they're a loser because they don't have the same kind of relationship. And so it's creating a standard that especially younger people that don't feel like they measure up or they already feel inadequate for whatever reason it happens to be. And then they see either their friends or other people on social media and they feel like, man, I could never live up to that level. I, you know, I'm a loser. My life's not going to go anywhere. And so, Esty, tell us more about these videos, especially what does it say? Teen girls, sexy TikTok videos take a mental health toll. So what's going on in the article? Mm -hmm. That was the headline for this article, the WSJ article. Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal. And we're going to the bullet points of what's going on with this article. So girls are often anxious and overwhelmed by the attention they get after posting suggestive videos. Therapists say more are suffering emotionally. So what's interesting about that is that the when you look at like Instagram or TikTok and you got all these pictures, especially beautiful women posting their pictures on these platforms, there's there's a lot of thirsty dudes on there and People are so used to communicating through their devices and then when a, a girl comes of age and you know she's in her teenage years and her 20s and she starts posting pictures of herself in bikinis and stuff, there's a lot of thirsty guys out there. And so they get a ton of attention. They get attention from guys that get pissed off that they're not responding to them, guys that are mad because they feel like they're entitled to date them. And they're having a deal with, it's almost like an instant fame, if you will, whereas Back in the day, it was well known in Hollywood, like when kids became famous, they started getting offered drugs and going to parties and having sex and all kinds of things, drinking underage, all kinds of things they shouldn't do. And there's a lot of tragedy sto stories of people in Hollywood that made it big when they were kids or whatever and overdosed from drugs or ended up in prostitution or all kinds of, of crazy stories. And so now with social media, you got people that you, anybody can go and start posting pictures of themselves and the if somebody's really attractive the algorithm is going to find people that are going to like that picture and so it's like you instantly can literally overnight or in a very short period of time become famous and if you don't have your parents there teaching you how to deal with that attention or that rejection or the harsh comments a lot of times the parents have no idea this stuff's even going on and the kids don't have a life experience to deal with with that and it becomes overwhelming and you can see girls are just posting pictures and they get all this attention from all kinds of dudes thirsty dudes from all over the world saying all kinds of inappropriate things and it, it freak anybody out especially when you're young and you don't have any life experience yeah 16 you do not have anything set you're super young don't know what the world is made of 
Now we get into Julia Anderson. Now, she joined TikTok at the age of 16. She started with basic videos, but it will get her like five likes. But she soon changed to see what was more trending, which was posting risque videos. And she said, quote, I wanted to get famous on TikTok. And I learned that if you post stuff showing your body, people will start liking it. Now she's, tw- um, now she's 18 years old. But that's what she said. And it's very tough to hear this because being famous, you don't have to show your body. I go on TikTok and I'm a person who loves seeing different things. There's cooking videos. You're not shaking your moneymaker? No, there's cook. People make money with cooking videos or going, doing like try on hauls, going to different restaurants. Like there's other ways to create, like to be creative and receive money. It's not necessarily doing thirst or like getting attention yeah, from Caroline. your body. But everyone is different. <laughs> everyone is different. Everyone chooses their path. That's fine. No problem. But at the end of the day, I feel like they need to be mentally strong about it when it, when it comes to the critics and the haters. Now we get into um, a psychologist. He says, quote, for a young girl who's developing her identity to be swept up into a sexual world like that is hugely destructive. The psychologist. I'd say it's hugely destructive if they don't have parents that have prepared them for that or that can. Because most parents don't understand that. They never got exposed on social media like this. And a lot of parents have no idea what their kids are even doing. They're like, oh, she's just on her phone or whatever. And here she's posting and Mm -hmm. becoming semi-famous and having oftentimes much older dudes, you know, slide in the DMs of their teenage daughter. And they have no idea because they don't have a good relationship with their kids. Now, this psychologist um, is located in California, and who Julia went to him for treatment last year for anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression for an 18-year-old. That's tough. And he continues to say, quote, when teen girls are rewarded for their sexuality, they come to believe that their value is in how they look, end quote. Again, that's where a parent, because a parent's job, I can't remember who said the quote, but it was a great quote. It said a parent's job is to fill their child's bucket of self-esteem so full that the world cannot poke enough holes in it to drain it dry. Mm-hmm. And so when I see things like that, that is mom and dad or mom or whoever's raising these girls is not involved enough in their life and doesn't have a close enough relationship where they know what's going on or even maybe have the tools to prepare these kids and how to deal with this instant fame and all this sexual attention when they're still teenagers, still trying to figure it out, you know, having their first kiss, their first boyfriend or whatever. And when they're in high school. Mm-hmm. The last two bullet points come straight from the article. Sudden TikTok fame is catching teens off guard leaving many girls unprepared for the attention they thought they wanted, according to parents, therapists, and teens. In some cases, predators target girls who make sexually suggestive videos. Less dangerous interactions can also harm girls' self-esteem and leave them feeling exploited, they said. You did mention the self-esteem. That's why you got to teach your kids. No one will ever do or say anything to you that isn't a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves in a moment. And teach your kids when people start saying all kinds of crap that's inappropriate or nasty or mean that it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with that person is projecting outside themselves because people in order to disassociate for things they don't like, 
project things on to other people, including their fantasies of what they want. So they see these girls with these sexually suggestive videos and pictures and then guys that got no game and don't understand women think, oh, she's inviting my attention. And then so they give the girl attention and then they get mad when the girl doesn't respond or doesn't reciprocate. And it's, you know, and then they lash out and they say all kinds of horrible things because that's, you know, it's like what Wayne Dyer said. When you squeeze an orange, what comes out? Orange juice. Why? Because it's an orange. That's what's inside. And so when these people get squeezed and they don't get the what they want, they don't get the attention from the girl that they want, what's inside of them, the nasty and the hostility, how they really feel about themselves comes out and they project it on the kids and if they're not prepared or haven't been prepared by their parents, then it's just like the psychologist says, it's extremely damaging to their self-esteem because then they start to associate the things that's coming back like, oh, maybe this is who I am. Yep. <clears throat> that was a very scary moment. Yeah, that's part of the, the risk you have with the thirst trap because guys like that, that are they're just low IQ fucking morons. They think, oh, Caroline's looking for this. I, I deserve a girl like that. Why is she ignoring me? Who she thinks she is? She's all stuck up. Yeah, the mentality is very different. Yeah. That'll be frightening. So you got are you, you gotta get your tumbler. You gotta do a video on that. Quit fucking around. You got a big enough audience where you can make a nice little side income with that. And investing that money. So by the time you're ten years down the road, you can be a multi multimillionaire. Whatever. Well, I don't know if, if they would let you sell that, though. Because those are that's all considered a weapon. Yeah, you can only advertise, at least on Facebook, gun safety stuff. You can't advertise any gun parts or gun shops. The last bullet point uh, I want to mention, talking about mental health issues, body imaging, and disordered eating. So I'll get into that. Go ahead. Get the in. last bullet point to conclude, conclude our... Start over. The last bullet point states, therapists say teens who lack a group of close friends and teens with underlying mental health issues, especially girls who struggled, who struggle with disordered eating and body image issues, are at a particular risk. What are your thoughts on that, Coach? Well, it disordered makes sense. It's just... Kids got to have support, support from family, support from friends, especially if they got friends that are doing videos with them. It's you got to know what your kids are up to and you got to have a good enough relationship because there's a, a transition. It usually happens around 12 years old where you go from being a parent to where the child starts expressing their personality and listening less and less to what you have to say. And most parents try to control their kids and force them to be a certain way. And then what happens is the kids just, just don't tell them anything. And then the next thing they know, they've, you know, they're rushed, rushed into the hospital because they find out their kid wrecked their car from drinking and driving or they OD'd. And yet the parent had no idea that they drank or did any kind of drugs or hung out with people that did those things. And it's because they create the environment where the child does not feel safe having a relationship. And so they just hide everything from the parent. And the parent has, has no idea until they're in the hospital or worse in the morgue identifying their child. And it, it sucks. It's like, you gotta have a relationship with your kids. 
your goal is to get them to be self-reliant so they can live and take care of things on their own when they grow up. Typically, I'm a person that I don't tell my mom many things, but I've learned that to seek for help, whether with my friends or reach out to a therapist. Because there's things I went through the when I went through these past few months, and I I couldn't look at my mom. Obviously, you don't want to hear the disappointment, or you don't know how she's going to react, and you don't want to see hear the negative comments. But still, I look for other help with other people. So if you can't find that with your parents. Like my advice is to other young girls that try to like speak to a friend, speak to a therapist, go to a group. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed about anything because there's people out there who are willing to help and who are willing to listen to you. Sometimes parents are like Corey said, they're not in this age that they understand social media. That's what I love about Jennifer and the way she raised her daughters is that because Jennifer did a lot of partying and screwed around, did a lot of things, you know, did a lot of drugs when she was younger and she got into that culture. She knew what those people were like. And she taught, took that life experience and taught it to her daughters, just simple things about holding your drink in your hand and covering your drink. So nobody can slide things in there. Things like that are invaluable. And if mm-hmm. a, you know, a parent doesn't have that kind of a relationship with their child, that's literally the the parents risking the child's life that something's going to happen because this is a dangerous world out there and they're dangerous people and you got to prepare your kids and she prepared her kids for everything and they're pretty both of them are pretty street smart pretty wise and you know we're both proud proud of both of them that's walker and gracie obviously you guys have seen some of the other videos they're doing awesome 